Let me put you on game Don't listen to people who lose or you'll do the same Stop talking to people who don't give a f*** what you say Stop spending your money on weed, go hop on a plane, stop pointing the fingers. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Wealth podcast. Today our guest is the one and only my beautiful wife, Bree. We're going to be talking a little bit about kind of like our relationship being spouses that work together. Um, you know, kind of the ups and downs that come along with that because a lot of people look at working with their spouse. Some are like, I don't know how you guys do it. Some are like, wow, that looks like Awesome. I want my spouse to get into real estate or I want my spouse to get into whatever field I'm in. Um, not understanding that there is some challenges that come along with that. So, um, to give you a little bit of back story on kind of how we got into the business together. Um, so I got into real estate back in 2018. Bree at the time was running her own marketing company essentially. Um, and from day one of me getting into real estate, like I was trying to convince her to get into real estate with me and got shut down multiple, multiple, multiple times. Um, and then eventually it was probably like two years. Yeah. How long did you run the marketing company? Yeah. Two years, probably two years that she ran that. And then eventually I got her to jump in. Her biggest thing was like, I don't want both of our incomes dependent on the real estate market or the real estate industry. Um, I was like, I promise we're going to kill it. You just got to trust me. Um, cause she actually, I mean, she helps out with a lot of things that I'm not good at. Like the backend processes and systems and she was doing marketing. I'm like, that's really what I need to do too. I'm like, Real estate is marketing. So what's uh, like coming into it, I guess I want to see from your perspective, bringing you into the business, how was that initial uh, transition for you going from like running your own thing to running something together? Um, I feel like it was pretty good just because we kind of like started working together during COVID Yeah, when we had already been at home together working together, but just on separate businesses. So it wasn't like that big of a change. I, I honestly don't feel like, it was as big of an adjustment as I was expecting. Yeah. I feel like more than anything, it was more of an adjustment just coming into the real estate industry as a whole than it was like us actually working together. Yeah, that's true. I actually forgot that we we started during COVID. Yeah. We had our uh, our little office at the house mm-hmm. where we had separate desks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot about that, man. And it was fun. I really enjoyed that part. And then yeah. just, I think that's maybe why the transition was a little bit easier and I was a little more willing to, be open to the idea of switching was just sure. because I I got to see a little bit more of the side of real estate that I had never seen before. Yeah. And so I think it wasn't as scary probably. And, and it was actually, I think going back a little bit too, it was you, uh, you actually decided you were going to get into it because I think I, it was a Friday or something. I was supposed to go to a closing. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah, I got that closing. I got to run to. No, we were driving in the truck oh, and a okay. client, a client <laughs> called you and they're like, it was a seller. And he's like, Hey Anthony, I'm getting ready for a closing today. Um, what do I do with my house keys? And I was like, why is your client calling you <laughs> to ask you something he should already know? Like yeah. you should be, you should be guiding him. Like you were a little reactive yeah. and not proactive. And I was oh. like, you need a system for this. Like, why isn't this something that's just laid out? hundred percent. You're so busy too. So I'm like, if he's calling you, I know that there's a million other people calling you oh, yeah. asking the same questions. Yeah. So anyways, I was, I was running around with my head cut off like a chicken and she finally saw that. I was like, all right, you need help. I'm stepping yeah. in. Um, which was cool. So like you, you came in and I think like me working from home those few months, mm-hmm. um, kind of helped you see the other side of the business. And obviously you heard my conversations with clients. Like you're like, okay, he needs a system for this. He needs a system for that. Why are they calling him for this? Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. So you came into it. Um, and was there any kind of like going from not having to really kind of, uh, 
talk to anybody about decisions that you made for your business. I mean, marketing, you never talked to me about what you're planning to do for marketing. You know, it's like you, you would just execute mm-hmm. coming into it where you had to like, now we had to work together. Was there any, do you think there's any kind of struggle there? Was it different for you at all? No, I think I, I think I really enjoyed that aspect. It's a lot easier to do something when you have someone else to like bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like go through the ups and the downs of it together. So I feel like that's definitely a benefit of working together. Yeah. Um, a blessing and a curse, of course, because then it's hard to set the boundaries and decide when we don't talk about work. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's definitely something that I've appreciated is just because if I have a good idea, I could bounce it off off of you and kind of get your input and get a different gift, get a different look on it. Yeah. And that way we can kind of, I feel like the, the ideas and the, anything we do honestly is just a little bit bigger just because there's multiple, multiple um, eyes on it. Yeah. People deciding what to do with it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think, you know, and, and we're pretty unique, I think in the aspect of, um, we're both kind of entrepreneurs and, and we want to run businesses and do that. When you got into it, we had no intention of really building a team. Mm-mm. It was like, you were just kind of coming in to help me with my transactions because my transactions needed help. Yeah. Um, and then things kind of rolled out and and we started building the team kind of like unknowingly. Kind of just on our lap, really. Yeah, we're like, you know, we met with one agent. I was actually recruiting him to a brokerage, not recruiting, but I was meeting with him about a brokerage that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had brought up the thing of like, well, what about I took guys? real estate class with him. Yeah. And he was like, well, what about you guys what, working with you guys? And we're like, oh yeah, you could come work with us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe like that. And that's kind of how the whole team thing got rolling. And mm-hmm. now we're to where we're at today. But, um, I think like we've got a pretty good dynamic in the yeah. fact of, you know, we do like to hear each other's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're pretty open to hearing it. It's like, yeah. I try not to shut down an idea when you bring it to me and vice versa. You try not to shut down an idea when I bring it to you. And we do kind of give our own point of views though. Like, yeah. You'll but I think it. that's needed yeah. because we also like, you're a really good visionary. And I think that's why the dynamic works so well is because we enjoy and we're good at two very different things. Yeah. And I think that's honestly why everyone just asks me like, how do you guys not step on each other's toes? How do you guys not like go at each other's throats? And I'm like, well, we just, what we enjoy and what we do in the business is very, very different. Yeah. And so there's really not even the opportunity to step on each other's toes besides going to appointments. Yeah. That's really the only thing we do together. But as far as like contracts and systems and processes and client experience, I feel like we kind of both have our different avenues. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of why they don't overlap. Kind of so, have like who who's going to take the lead on certain things. Yeah. Um, who's wearing what hats within the yeah, company. And I feel like it's pretty clear. And it's not like something that we really sat down and decided. I feel like we yeah. both kind of just merged into those positions and it worked for us really well. And then we yeah. kind of just stuck with it. We both kind of leaned into what we thought we were best at Yeah, and being opposites in that roles of like, you're kind of, you know, the book rocket fuel talks about the integrator or the visionary and the integrator. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it is. It's kind yeah. of that dynamic. It's like, you are the integrator. I'm the visionary. I have this big vision. I say, this is what we're going to do. And you're like, how, Yeah. how are we going to do that? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how I just, that's what we need to do. I want to figure it out. I think that's out. why it's stressful <laughs> when you come up with these big ideas, because I'm like, yes, let's do it. But I know that the integration part falls on, on me. And yeah. so then I'm kind of like, I, I just get overwhelmed. Like, for sure. Cause I want to do it. And I just like my, my wheels just start turning. I'm like, okay, we need to do it like now. Yeah. And so I just kind of like want to get to work. And I, I'm also an instant gratification type of person. So when you tell me you want to do this big thing, I'm like, yeah. okay, shoot. Like I want it done tonight. Yeah. So that's, she's a, uh, and that's one thing, you know, which is great about you. You, you just, when there's something that you want to do, you do it. Yeah. Uh, I remember when we bought our first flip and then like, I was like, cool, we bought it. 
and you're like, let's go work on it tonight. And I was like, ah, we just worked. I don't want to go work on it tonight. You know, you're like, let's go at least just pick it up and clean it. And I was like, ah, oh, fine. I'll go. Um, cause you just want to do things right now. Yeah. Instant gratification. You're like, let's go. Cause I'm going to feel good after cleaning it. Yeah. Um, which is good. Cause I'm, sometimes I need that somebody to push me to do that too. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. Um, but you're like, no, we need to do that, which is, which is awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, being the visionary, it's like I do, and it can be probably hard for you. Cause I also pivot a lot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I wanted to go this route, but I think we should go this route now. Right. And you're like, what the heck? I yeah. just worked on all that. Which is, I think at first was probably a little difficult for me because yeah. I was like, well, shoot, we just, I just thought up this amazing plan with your idea and now we're going a different, a different way. But I've kind of just learned that like, that's kind of what we need to do because some things aren't going to work or some yeah. things are going to, we're going to fall flat on our face and we need to just, you know, pivot. So I've kind of gotten a little more used to it, I think. Yeah. And I just kind of expect it now. For sure. So. And there's a balance. There's a balance between pivoting too much and like seeing something through. For sure. But also realizing like early that, hey, this, we need to change this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think, and you're a good, you're a good voice for me on that. Like, I don't, like we haven't, let's, let's see it through a little bit longer. Or let's keep it this way for, you know, X amount of time. Right. Instead of just pivoting all the time. Um, so like, what do you, what do you feel like? the hardest part about being in business together is for you? What's been the hardest part for you? Um, I feel like the hardest part is probably also the most enjoyable part. And it's just being together all the time. And like I said earlier, it's just finding a way to set the boundaries, like in the yeah. office, setting boundaries for our personal life. Like what do we talk about and what do we not talk about? Um, and then also at home, like when do we do we stay up until 2 a.m. and just talk about these amazing ideas we have for the business? And we do that. And I love that. And then there's also nights where I just need a brain break and I need to just not think about anything. And yeah. I think honestly, it's just kind of deciding like when those moments are, because I feel like the nights that I kind of need a brain break is because I'm, there's just so much going on throughout the day that I just need to like shut it off. Yeah. And those are the moments where you're kind of thriving yeah. where you just want to talk about it. And so it's kind of like finding a good balance between like the moments that I don't want to talk about things. And I just want to watch Netflix Yeah. and still be open to and available for your ideas and opinions. Because like I said, usually those moments for us are very different. Yeah. And I can also tell the moments that I'm really like energized and I have a lot to talk about are the moments where you're kind of like, no, like right now is not the time. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because our days were different or what, um, but it's kind of just finding that balance. Yeah, I'd agree. That is, I think that is the hardest part um, is going home and deciding like, it's really easy to just always talk about business. For sure. Cause that's, we both enjoy we it. We both enjoy it and we both know what's going on in the business. So it's like, it's not where we're in different industries and you're like, you're like, well, I don't really care what you're talking about. Cause you had a rough day at work, but it's like, we both know mm -hmm. what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's hard to like say like, Hey, let's just not talk about business tonight because yeah. we both want to do it. I think going back to like where you, you know, maybe you're not in the mood to talk about business and I'm not when you are, I, what I realized is like, you're in the mood to talk about business typically like in the mornings. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, I've got these ideas. Like, a morning person. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And I'm like, uh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready for the work day. I haven't had the coffee, but I'm like in the mood to talk about business stuff. Like at night when yeah. I get home, cause I'm like, ah. Oh, I just had these things at work. I think we should do this, this, this. And you're like, sure. I've had a long day. Like, I don't want to talk about that right now. Yeah. Um, and those are a few, like typically we are good about, you yeah. know, Run working it out in the same time. Way. But, um, but I think that's kind of the, the thing that I've noticed the most is like, you're in the morning wanting to talk about it. And if I just am not ready that morning to talk about it yet and then vice versa, it's at night when sure. I watch like, you know, my inspirational videos and stuff and yeah. you're like, can you just turn that off? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, 
Yeah. Tony listen. Robbins is screaming at me in my face at 10 a.m. 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you hyped for bed. Yeah. Supposed uh, <laughs> to be right to sleep. Um, but like I've seen couples that like, you know, I've got a friend that worked with uh, his significant other in like the clothing industry and it was a different dynamic. Cause I think one thing, again, like we said, is we're, we're pretty good about listening to each other. Um, and neither one of us tries to be the power I think of over the other one. Yeah. And and that's where I see a lot of couples go wrong is, um, they're both very opinionated or hard headed mm -hmm. in how they want to run the business. I mean, this is spouses or even just regular business partners. Um, and there's a lot of friction there. And then it's, that's hard because again, like you can't go home and turn it off. Yeah. So if there's friction during the day in the business on business decisions, how do you set that separation when you go home to like not have that? It's like, you can't just be like, okay, we're home. No more friction. It's right. like that friction is going to carry Carries over. over. Yeah. Um, what do you, I like, how could we advise those that are looking to get into business with their spouse, like to set them up for success right away? Do you feel like, what are the key kind of things that, that you think are, are the differentiating factors for people that we've seen? Uh, that's a tough one. I feel like, I feel like there was that little bit of friction and it really wasn't significant by any means, but at yeah. the very beginning, and then I kind of had like a come to Jesus moment. And I was like, I am putting so much pressure on himself, on, on you, um, not on myself, on him. And if I'm doing that all day at the office and then I'm doing that all day at home, like that's just, I just felt guilty. Honestly, I was just kind of like, okay, he doesn't need that pressure from me. He's getting it from his clients. He's getting it from the team members. Like, I don't want to be that person in his life that's causing that kind of um, like pressure yeah. and animosity and stuff. Um, so I was kind of like, okay, I need to kind of switch this a little bit and just be more of like a sounding board. And there's things that he's really good at that I'm really awful at and vice versa. And I need to just accept that. And yeah. he comes to me with an idea that, you know, is great. Then we run with it. I don't, I need to swallow my pride and whether I think I have a better idea or not, we give it a try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so I think really just kind of like realizing that, you know, there's, there's going to be pressure from so many different external sources. Yeah. Don't let your significant other be another part of that. Yeah. Like I kind of just want that to be like our relationship in the business and at home is kind of like a safe spot. Yeah. And I don't want what we do as a, as business partners to ever harm that. For sure. It's, it's keeping the, I think it's like learning to support. That's, I think it's the hardest part is like learning to support your spouse in anything, but then also when you're in the same business, it's like, okay, well we could have different ideas, but I also got to support For your sure. idea yeah. and see that through and, and vice versa. Like you're like, Hey, I'm going to support your idea. Um, because at the end of the day, it's like, if we're, if we're just not connecting at work, yeah. it's going to be really hard to connect at home. For sure. You know? Yeah. Because so, it, as much as people want to say it doesn't roll over, it does. Oh, it's it, like, it impossible. absolutely does. And it's, if we have a rough day at work, we're going to go home and we're both still going to kind of be like, just kind of like debriefing and it's, you know, it's unfortunately being a business owner, you cannot leave work at work. Like I could, when I was a Starbucks barista, Yeah, I can't just go make coffee for six hours and come home and think about it. Like there's nothing to think about, Yeah, but being you're, a you're business done. owner. Yeah, exactly. Being yeah. a business owner, like we come home and our brain is always on, even when we're not talking about it, it's still in the back of our minds and we're still replying to clients. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just something you can't really shut off. And so it is going to roll over yeah. and you kind of just have to make that decision from the start. Like, I'm not going to be one of those points of pressure for him. Yeah. Um, and I know there are a lot of people that kind of like the alpha female, alpha male thing. And yeah. I think that's honestly one of the biggest reasons working together 
as significant others doesn't work is because they just can't make that dynamic work. Yeah. They can't, they can't figure out who is supporting who and who's, and I it's feel just like, a, like, I feel like it's just a constant game of like competition. Yeah. You know, like you're working against each other instead of with each other and that's just not going to work yeah. with anything. And, and vice versa, you, you know, you're talking about su- supporting me and, but likewise, like I can, I know when there's things that I'm like, I want, I want you to do them, but I know like right now is not the time. Yeah. And I can read that and it's like, okay, yeah. I'm not going to pressure her into, Hey, can you get this done real quick? Or when is this going to be done or anything like that? And that's like just out of respect. Yeah. It's like, yeah, some people could, they could say like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm running the company and you know, you're a part of this. Like I need this and this and this from you. But it's like realizing like at the end of the day, we're, we're spouses first. Mm-hmm. And I think we've gotten really good at like, as we've grown the team, kind of like delegating some of those tasks. So it's like, yeah. I don't put a ton of pressure on you to get certain things done. It's like, we bring in other people yeah. to help fill those spots. Yeah. Cause I think when we first got started, that was probably when we had, I mean, the most friction is when we first got started, but it's because we were both wearing so many hats. Right. And we had to, and that was something we both just had to accept. Like we weren't at a point where we could bring in that help yet. Yeah. We needed to get to a certain financial position to be able to do that. And I think just knowing like, okay, there is a light at the end of the tunnel is really what helped us get through that point in time. And not that it was, you know, rough by any means, but it was definitely a little bit more stressful than it is now. Yeah. So now I can, and and obviously you've kind of with, with us having our first child and stuff, um, roles have even changed a little bit from there. Cause now yeah. it's like, now we don't just have the, you know, being a wife and being part of the business. Now your right. wife, part of the business and a mom. Yeah. Um, and so it's like adding those additional roles with motherhood and figuring out how do we fill those gaps here in the, in the business. And, yeah. um, that's been something that we've been kind of, you know, puzzling together for the last few months. And I think we're starting to get, get the right pieces in place yeah. to make that all work. Um, how was that transition for you? Do you think like being a part of the business and now also going into the motherhood, like how is that? Like doing tra- it part-time. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, honestly, it's, I kind of feel like this sounds awful, but I, I think if you talk to any mom that was working before it, they would probably agree. But when you have a child and then you're at home with them, you kind of, and you have to stop working yeah. for any amount of time, you kind of feel like a part of your identity is stripped just because that's what everybody knew me for. Everybody on Instagram, all my friends, all my family knew me as like real estate. Right. And yeah. so now Brie, Brie would, Brie would go to Hobby Lobby and like the cashier would be like, you're the Tesla realtor, right? Yeah. Cause like we were one of the first ones to have a Tesla here in Idle Falls. Yeah. Um, but that's like, that was your identity. I would go to it the was. bank and people wouldn't even know me. They'd be like, oh, I follow your wife on Instagram. You guys do real estate. I just saw the house you bought. And the, I'm like, geez. Yeah. So like it was, it was party. Yeah. It was part of, and you really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I, I am such a busybody. Like I have to be busy and that's why I don't like TV. I don't like really watching shows because I can't just sit still. Yeah. I always have to be doing something. And now that we have our little girl, I'm at home way more than I've ever been. And so yeah. now it's like, okay, I can do certain things in the business at home. Um, but now I'm just finding random things to do at home to stay busy, Yeah, you know, like different, different, uh, like I don't know. What have I done at home? Just Fresh. random, Cleaning random projects. Yeah, like yeah. Because I just have to stay busy. I don't like to sit still. Yeah. And then obviously when our nanny comes in, I get to come into the office and I like to work. Um, but I think more of anything is just finding my new identity and finding a new balance. Like when Soph is awake, like I am all hands on deck. Like I'm a mom at that point. I won't reply to calls. I won't reply to texts. Like she has my full undivided attention. Yeah. I'm not even on my phone. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's- and that's something I really appreciate having you for is because you can take off that load for me and I'm not stressed about it. Yeah. Um, 
But then when I come into the office, I'm a business owner and yeah. I don't worry. I'm not, not that I'm not thinking about self, but I know that the nanny's taking care of her and I'm here to just grind out work for the few hours that I have. Yeah. So it's definitely been a new experience for sure. Like nobody could have ever prepared me for that. No matter how much I read on Google or how many conversations I had, sure. it was just one of those things. Like you don't really know until you go through it. Yeah. And you do kind of have like an identity crisis at first. For sure. And I, and I think, you know, I witnessing that obviously this was like first child. We didn't, we don't know what we don't know and going through that experience together. Um, seeing that, you know, my job was how can I, how can I support that? Yeah. And, and knowing that you want to get back to work, Yeah. you know, cause some people are like, well, you're out of luck. You're just, you're stay at home mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, daycare is too expensive. This is too expensive. It's like, no, my job is what do you want? Like, what do you want your days to look like? Right. Do you want to be in the office a few days a week? Okay. Like, how do we make that work? Do you want to go to the gym? Like, what do you want your schedules to look like? Knowing that like, I can't step in for everything, right. but the, we can find somebody who can the who. Yeah. It's like yeah. reading like the, the who, not how, mm-hmm. you know, with any of these business ideas, like who do we need to bring in to make this work? Yeah. And for us, it was like bringing in a nanny, um, part-time only a few days a week so that you could get into the office. And now that's kind of rolled into a little bit more, you know, more time with yeah. a nanny and, you know, whether that's bringing in a house cleaner to say, okay, like we're going to take that off your plate so that you can be here and do this. Right. Um, it's so important as a spouse is to have the conversation about like, what do you, what does the other person want yeah. and how can you guys support each other in that? For sure. Cause I see so many couples that, uh, they don't give the other one a choice. Yeah. It's kind of like you, one of them is the deciding factor in what they say goes. Yeah. It's like, I go to work, you stay home. That's how it is. That's unfortunate. If you want to work, that's unfortunate. Like we can't afford that. Or we can't do that. Right. It's like, no, you should look. I mean, as a man, I would be like, that's what my wife wants to do what do I have to do to make myself better or to make more money so that we can do that, yeah. you know? And obviously like you coming into the business helps the business grow anyway. Right. So it's like, if we need to, if we need to get a nanny in there certain days a week and you want to be in the office, right. but I would have been okay if you were just like, Hey, I want to be a stay at home mom. Like I don't right. want to be in the business anymore. I would have totally supported that as well. Yeah. Like, okay, who do I need to bring in then to fill that spot versus not bringing in the nanny. But it's those conversations that a lot of people just don't have. Yeah. And then they just let, they just let it fester and build up. Right. And it's like, that's where I see just the dynamic kind of, kind of fall. Yeah. And crumble. And it's really interesting too, because I feel like I'm a much better mom and a much better business owner now. Yeah. Knowing that I have those moments in time where I'm one focusing on one over the other. Um, because when I do come into the office, like I know I only have a few hours to just get everything done. So I am like grinding it out. And then when I'm home, I'm like, okay, like this is my time. She's been with the nanny. Yeah. All day yesterday, like today I'm a mom. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm able to give 110% to both instead of giving 20% because I'm exhausted and burned out. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And you are productive. I'm like, when she comes in the office on those days, I got like a list of things I've got to do to like bring down roadblocks for her, things that she's waiting on. And so it's like, you are so efficient in the time where it's, it's like, maybe I need to do that where I limit myself to, I only work these days. So I have I to, know. I have to <laughs> when you know, myself. you only have a few hours to get stuff done. It's amazing how much you actually get done. Oh, it is. They're like, they say, you know, if you give yourself four hours to complete a task, it's going to take you all four hours. Yeah. But if you gave yourself an hour to do that task, you'd get it done in an hour. For sure. So you're like, I've got to do all these things in that time frame that I'm here. Mm-hmm. I've got to devote the time and get those things done. Yeah. Yep. Um, what do you like, aside from being the biggest struggle with, with kind of working together, what do you think has been the most enjoyable thing about working together? 
honestly just like spending so much time together. And I know a lot of people are going to like roll their eyes at that. And I get it. It's not going to work <laughs> for everybody. Um, but it's just so fun to like spend every moment together. And yes, our days are very different. Like when we're here, we're working. And when we're at home, we're not, you know, but I just feel like it's just so much fun to just be together. And then when we do go on vacations, like I have a whole different level of appreciation when you're on the beach writing contracts and writing offers, whereas previously, or even in other um, like relationships where they don't work together, yeah. it's more of like an annoyance. Oh, you're on the phone again. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I, I, I will fully admit like I was that person before I got into the industry, Yeah, but um, I have like a totally different level of appreciation for that now. And I think just having the opportunity to spend that much time together and have the freedom and have the flexibility, I think it kind of all comes full circle. I like, guess yeah. we do spend a lot of time working, but we also spend a lot of time having fun. And I think that as long as you kind of, kind of have a balance, you know, yeah. you can kind of have the best of both worlds with that. For sure. Speaking of having fun, we're flying out to Phoenix to the waste management. Yeah. This Thursday, which will be super fun. We'll be there for the Super Bowl. 80 degrees and so sunny. Be warm. Yeah. yeah we're excited. We um, but I think you're, you're absolutely right. Like being in the business, you can now appreciate. And, and likewise, like I can yeah. say, like I'm, I'm stepping in to do something and like you're, you're over there working on the website or doing some SEO stuff or whatever. And I'm like, I, I appreciate that because I know now like what that does for the business and I'm not going to be mad. Sometimes your creative time is at the night is at night when I get home and like, I have to just let you be in your creative time. Yeah. Even though like I might say like, Oh, I just want to spend time with you right now. Cause I've been at work all day, Right. but I'm also going to support your creative time. Cause, Cause creativity comes in waves and you kind of just got to embrace it when it comes. Yeah. Unfortunately. hundred percent. And so I think it's been, and a lot of people do, we're not in the honeymoon phase. If anybody's like, oh, they're just newlyweds and they're in their honeymoon phase. Like, <laughs> no, we've been together since nine years. <laughs> yeah. It's together for nine years, married for three, three. Oh, this is bad. 2019. Something like, yeah, yeah. it was 2019. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this will be your four. Uh, yeah. Technically. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, so we're not in the, we're not in the honeymoon phase anymore. Like we've been with each other for nine years. Um, we just, we do enjoy each other's time. Yeah. Um, and we found a good dynamic that works for us. And that's not saying that we don't have our ups and downs. We absolutely have our ups and downs. Um, but we've developed a good dynamic between the both of us to navigate those, um, in a, in a good and healthy way, I for think. Sure. Yeah. Um, and part of that was like bringing in, I think, you know, two years ago we brought in coach John yeah. roughly, mm-hmm. um, a business coach and he's even you know, like, he's done business and he's also, you know, life coach too about relationships and, you know, having agreements over expectations. Cause when you have an expectation of somebody, but you've never talked, like you've never had an agreement for that expectation. It's like, that's when you're going to get let down. For sure. If I never tell you what I expect out of our relationship or it's unfair to get upset. If yeah. Then I how am I supposed that. to hold you accountable to that? Right. But if we can like sit down and have an, a, a conversation, get an agreement in place, it's like, here's kind of what, you know, I, I was thinking and I, I want out of this and vice versa. Then there's no, failed expectations. Cause we actually had like an agreement and then we can like say like, here's where we're lacking. Right. So we had a conversation about that versus, you know, well, I'm mad cause I thought you were going to do this. And I right. thought this and it's like, well, you got a voice. You got to have those conversations for sure. So many people are just communication. I think we hear it all the time. Yeah. It's the biggest, it's the biggest fall. I think in any relationship, business, life, personal, whatever. Yeah. John actually, our coach just, just talked to me the other day about, communication. And he's like, you know, life is kind of like a, a river. Sometimes during, uh, the, the calm parts of the river, you're not going to need as much communication because things are calm. Right. 
Um, you're just, you know, relaxing, listening to music. It's like, but there's other parts of the river where the rapids hit and you're like, you've got to over communicate at that point. Like you got to work together to get through the rapids. Right. So there might be times where it's like, you know, some weeks everything's going good. Um, our communication doesn't need to be up here cause we're just, we're good. But there's going to be times where things get they get rocky and, and the rapids hit. And that's where we need to be communicating more than ever. And that's like, you know, through any life changes or anything like that, that's where you got to have, you got to over communicate sure. expectations yeah. and, and what each other need yep. so that you make sure that you can get back to the calm point and nobody goes overboard right. during the rapids. And <laughs> it's just those days come and go. Like you just have to, they hit you head on. You didn't expect it. You know, yeah. like I think yesterday for you was a pretty, pretty tough day. And you just called me and you're like, babe, it's a Monday. And it's not like you woke up this morning, that morning, knowing that, but you kind of just have to take the bull by the horns. And is that the phrase? Yeah. Take the bull by the horns. Yeah. yeah. And just take it as it comes. Yeah. That's, you know, it was yesterday. I was like, it's, it's a Monday. I'm I'm not going to get home till eight, eight 30. I'd left the house at eight. Um, and you're just like, it's okay. I'm going to tell me what you want. I'm going to have dinner ready. When you get home, you can just warm it up. You know, I'll have sofa in bed, like, yeah. um, you were there to support it. Yeah. And instead of being like, are you kidding me? You're not going to get home till eight. Like, Oh, I've been home with sofa all day and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, no, I'm going to, again, not be that pressure, but be there to support you right. and like, tell you, okay. Cause it's like, I was already, I was already having a down day. Right. So then if I message I you to add to it. about having a down day and you're like making it worse and it's like, okay, great well, maybe I want to stay out till 10 and show houses because I don't want to go home, (laughs) you know, but if you're like that positive of like, it's okay. And you don't always have to be that way. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be days where you're like, Hey, you know, you've been working late a lot. Do you think you could come home, you know, early today or something like, and that's totally fine. That's not, that's not the pressure. Unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's the days to know when to do that and to know not when to do that. Yeah. And you guys, you guys, again, you just kind of read, you got to read the room for sure. And it just comes, maybe it comes with experience of, yeah. you know, being in a relationship with people, you know, for so long, but, um, it's, it's definitely, I think that's, I've, I've witnessed that so many times where the, the spouse, they're just not on the same page yeah. and one is bringing the other one down for working too much mm-hmm. or not working enough and they're pressuring to make more money. Um, or they want them to, I see this one a lot. They want them to make more money, but spend less time at work and it yeah. doesn't work that way. Not, you can't have both. I wish if you could, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. There's, there's no such thing. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. I want you to make more money, but you know, only work three hours a day. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't really work. Yeah. We see that one a lot. That's where I think, and we've been trying to coach our agents on this too, is, you know, cause we're not, not only do we want these guys to crush it in sales, we want these guys to crush it in life Yeah, and and we want them to have strong relationships, want them to build wealth Mm -hmm. um, and be happy and live the life that they want. Yeah. And so we've been trying to coach them around, you know, like getting on the same page with your spouse. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things that say like the the most important decision you make in life is who you decide to spend your life with your For spouse, sure. like yeah. picking your significant other and surround yourself with your friends as well. Yeah. I think it like surrounding yourself in a good environment, Yeah, but it's like your significant other can, can be the difference in, you know, bringing you up or taking you down and what you want to achieve in life. Yeah. Um, and so it's like setting that, that tone up front of where do we want to be as a couple? What kind of life do we want to live? Right. You know, our goal is we want to, you know, we just had our first child. We, we want her to probably go to school in Arizona or something, yeah. um, which we know is like, okay, so we want to eventually buy a house in Arizona. We want to eventually maybe even start a real estate team in Arizona um, and run both and yeah. kind of be back and forth from Idaho and Arizona. It's like, okay, well, what, what is required of us to get to that? Right. 
It's like, okay, we're going to have to bust our butt for the next five to 10 years, get things in place. Mm -hmm. But if that's the end goal and we're both on the same page that like, here's where we're going, then the conversation is a lot easier. Like, Hey, I understand you got to work late tonight, but we're pressing forward to the goal that we both have. And I'm going to But it's important to have that goal because I think that's what gets, like I said earlier, that's what gets you through the tough times is you just have to remember the goal, keep your eyes on that. And it makes all of those long nights and the busy weekends so much more worth it. Yeah. You're going to like, I'm going to step in here because we're both pressing to get to that goal. Right. And, and knowing that like this week was a little harder and there's more we got to do because we have a goal, like a tradition now that we're going to go to the waste management tournament with friends every year. And so we know that that's coming right around the corner. So we're both stepping in and doing everything we can these last few days before we leave. So we can enjoy it. So we can enjoy it. Yeah. And that's like the thing of being like being a a couple and like helping each other out through it. Right. Um, But we've been trying to tell our agents that, you know, and they're doing it, but it's like, get on the, get on the same page with your spouse. Yeah. Say like, what, what do we want net worth wise? What is our goal? How much, how much do we want to have a net worth? Like what's the kind of life do we want to live? Do we want to have rental properties? Do we want to have vacation properties? Um, And if we can get involved in that same goal, like your spouse will, you'll help each other get there. Right. Versus if the husband's like, I want this big life where, you know, I have, rental properties and I have a vacation house and a cabin and all this stuff. And the wife's like, I don't want that. I just want time with you. There's going to always be that yeah, dynamic. Push and a pull, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you guys both have to be on the same page and it could be vice versa. It could be the wife's like, I want to live this life and do these things and go on these vacations. The husband's like, eh, I don't really want to work that hard. Right. Or, you know, the, and again, there's going to be that push and pull and it's like, things aren't going to be cohesive. Um, so if you don't already have a spouse, make sure you have that conversation up front. Yeah. And if you do, don't be afraid to have that conversation now yeah. to get on the same page. Yeah. The agreements versus the expectations. Yep. And I think a lot of people are scared to have oh, yeah. that because they're like, what is my spouse going to think of me if I say this is the kind of life I want to live? Right. And if, what if it's not on par with. Right. With and it won't theirs. always be, there's always going to be differences, but I think it's just finding the common ground between that. Like, okay, if you want all of these rental properties, but I want more time with you, then let's maybe do that, but find someone who can manage them for us, you know, like yeah. kind of compromise on both ends so yeah. that both parties are getting, you know, a little bit of, of their take. Yeah. And I think that how different, it doesn't matter how different those lives look. Maybe I'm just a little too optimistic, but I really do think that you can find a way to make it work regardless and just kind of both agree to compromise on different aspects of it. For sure. Um, and then you can make it work. If you, if you want it to work, you can make it work. hundred percent. And I think there's, there's different ways you can achieve it too. So like having that conversation, you might be not, you might not be in the right vehicle. If you're like, this is the kind of life we want to live and you're in like car sales and you're like, I have to work X amount of hours to get to where I am. Like maybe you need a, you need a different vehicle to be in yeah. to be able to meet the expectation of what you guys want as a, as a couple and a family and also the expectation of like the time together that you want, you know? Yeah. It's like you, you can figure things out. I'm not saying that you can just get into an industry and you're going to be able to work less time and make more money you're going to have to grind up front, but there's, there's opportunity vehicles that you can get into that are going to provide the life that you want, mm-hmm. that you might only need to, you know, grind it out for five, 10 years and things will get a little bit easier, right? you know? Right. Um, and so it's kind of just finding that I, I just stressing the importance to any couples out there, like get on the same page, Yeah. get on the same page. I really think that's like the foundation, the building block of anything, whether you do work together or not, I think just getting on the same page and having those agreements and the open communication, I think that that alone can set you up for success and you can make it through just about any relationship that you choose to yeah. have. It was kind of like a, before we even knew that or like had that experience of we need to get on the same page, 
we both kind of had the same goal in mind. I think that's what made it a little easier up front because we both knew like what we wanted. We were shooting for getting back to Arizona at some point. We, we knew that we wanted to, you know, maybe have our kids in school there playing sports there. Um, so then it was kind of just like, what do we have to do to get there? Yeah. And you know, the vacations that we wanted to take, we, we were both on the same page with that stuff without having the conversation, Yeah. but having the conversation just gets it to that next level. It's like, yeah, here's, I'm not just assuming that we're on the same page here. Like let's actually make sure that we're on the same page here. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of come up with a game plan. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, like, do you regret the decision coming into work? No, no, like, not at all. I do wish that I had the free vacations that I had with my marketing company, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We don't get free vacations here. You got to no. pull your own weight. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. I did have some really, really amazing marketing clients that would fly me out to different conferences all over, yeah. all over the world, which was really great, but it was, and I terrible. Had some it was actually terrible. Cause I never went with you. That's true. That kidding. part sucked. <laughs> yeah. That did suck. It is no fun traveling by yourself, especially in all of these different countries with different languages. But, yeah. um, no, I don't regret it at all. I think it's, it's so fun and it's been such a good learning experience. Um, and I wish every couple could make it work just because it is so much fun and I wish they could all experience that. But I obviously understand that it doesn't work for everybody yeah. nor does everybody want to be in sales. So, yeah. um, but I think it works for us. And I think that as long as we continue to just, you know, continue to build and have the communication that we've had, I think that we'll only go up from here. Yeah. And I'm excited to see, you know, obviously we've got some big goals yeah. as a couple. We've got some big goals with our team um, and then the life that we want to live. And I'm excited to kind of see us play those out over the next few years. Yeah. Um, that being said, we don't, if you guys have questions about, you know, a, a couple dynamic working together with your spouse, things that we didn't touch on, um, shoot us a, shoot us a DM. We'd love to like, or leave a comment if this is on YouTube and you're watching the video, um, leave a comment, let us know what kind of questions we can go over. Cause I'm happy to, we can have more conversations like this and actually answer questions that you guys have. Obviously we're just talking from our perspective, yeah. what's been good, what hasn't been good, things that we've struggled with. Um, but we can get into depth more as long as you guys kind of have questions and stuff that you want us to focus on. Um, cause Brie brings a really cool perspective and I think we can give some advice. It's like, if you are looking to get into business with your spouse, um, having the, a good foundation from the start could make you guys go so much faster together. Yeah. So, you know, if we can be a benefit there to help you guys build that foundation, we'd love to. So anything else you want to share? No. Any, any, what's like one thing of advice you'd give to somebody looking to work with their spouse? Have fun. It is so much fun. Yeah. And I think that that honestly, at the end of the day, like some days are rough and we just get home and we just laugh, you know? And, and some <laughs> yeah, days I get home real. and I'm like, I, I need to get a job. And then I forget, like, I have a job. This is my job. Like yeah. being with my husband all day, every day is my job. And I just forget because it's just so much fun. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. And I think through the hard days, remembering like that, this is such a privilege that we get to do this together because yeah. not a lot of couples do get to do this together. Right. Um, and even though it's hard, like we have each other to lean on and, yeah. and, and just, and we have a lot of fun with it, I think. Yeah. So, and she's absolutely right. Some days we literally just get home and we laugh because we're like, there's what the heck just happened today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it fun. Rough. It's fun to have that sounding board and yeah. have someone to kind of go through it with. Yeah. Misery likes company, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the hard days, we're both in the hard days. Yeah. And on the winning days, we're both in the winning days. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next time, don't we'll listen see you to later. people who lose or you'll do the same. Stop talking to people who don't give a f what you're saying. 
Stop spending your money on weed, go hop on a plane Stop pointing the finger and start taking some of the blame Let me put you on game Control your emotions, most of the time it's really not worth it Don't be ashamed and beat yourself up for not being perfect